So, hey there, listener. This is Do You Want to Make a Podcast? Yes, that is the name of the show. We just have a couple bullet points that we need to hit before we start. One, there's a fireplace. It's fake. I've ruined everything. <sighs> Wait, should we start over? <laughs> Take two. Hello, listener. You are you are listening to, because you're a listener. Take three. <laughs> This is... Wait, we should establish, like, what we want to talk about. What are the bullet points we need to hit here? I I got it. I got it. Okay, so we tell them that the show is called Do You Want to Make a Podcast? It is a fireside chat between two best friends who are on the hunt to create the perfect podcast. They have a lot of ideas, and they can't decide what they want to talk about. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's it. We that's 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 the like, synopsis. Then we'll then we'll plug the do we social want to media. Do like social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we'll tell them to follow us at Do You Want to Pod, all spelled out. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at Do You Want to Make a Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's it. That works for me. Wait, I think we just did it. We did it. That was my that was my plan all along. Oh, okay. Bye. bye. Except hello, because now the show's starting. Yes, it is. You're right. Yep. Oh wait! Can you just say that one more time? What? Oh, when we? <laughs> no, no, no! When you said that I was right. Oh yeah, I mean you're right sometimes. That's not what you said. You just said you're right. Yeah. So sometimes you are. <laughs> you another, wanted that validation. That's the so. most I'm going to get from Jim on record. So I gave it to you. <laughs> I just wanted definitively you're right, and then you added sometimes. Yeah. No one's right all the time. I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. Uh, Good day to you, sir. Good day, good sir. I said good day. I said good day. Oh, Gene Wilder, R.I.P. Yeah, he's dead. He. I cried so hard when really? he passed. Okay, so I was I was subletting in uh, Washington Heights at the time. So like, you got to imagine like a very small living space shared. Uh, with people, but I happened to be alone by myself. I must have seen it on my computer or something. And I just sat on my couch and I bawled like a baby while also singing pure imagination at the same time. It was just like, I did not expect that. But I was like laughing that I was singing it and crying at the same time. It was a lot of emotions. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Thank you for good sharing. Good day, good sir. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> I um, said good day. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good, uh, enough. Okay. Good enough. That's good. Good enough is good enough. That's what the kids say. Uh, by the kids, I mean me. I say it. That's good. Uh, I'm, I'm a kid at heart. It's good enough. Uh, hey, Jim Bloss. Yes. Hello. Would you like to make a podcast? Why? Yes. Joe Godley. I would. There. I said your name. Great. Great, we did it. We did it. We're doing it right now. I do have to tell you one thing that, that's on my mind. Ah. Uh, I just went out to eat Yep. with the fam. Uh, we went to a nice local restaurant, uh, and I got a little personal pizza for me mm-hmm. uh, because I like that. Uh, and this pizza uh, slightly burned the roof of my mouth. So... <sighs> I'm just feeling a little bit betrayed right now. 
buy pizza uh, that it would choose to hurt me in this way. That's how that works. Also, Jim, uh, as someone who I would consider a, a very experienced, I, I am experienced at eating pizza as well, but I sort of accept the fact that I'm going to get burned all the time mm-hmm. on the roof of my mouth. What I'm hearing from you is that this has not happened to you very often. No, it does happen to me like semi regularly, uh, but it still creates a new fresh wound every time. Yeah, just yeah. like just because you know you want to trust and you want to be there for pizza mm-hmm. the way that pizza is there for you. For me. And then the and then you are there for the pizza the way that you think that pizza is there for you, and then the pizza's like, no, right? I hate you. You should you should die and eat and and burn. And I burn your mouth. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, so you know the pizza, it has betrayed me, but uh, I will find a way to forgive it. Uh, and that pizza is a. Uh, well, it's dead and gone because I ate it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it may have burned you, but you won out in the end. Yes, I. You're still here. Yes. Uh, so I just wanted to 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 let out that. Yes, you got you got to process. Yeah, what just I had happened. to process my betrayal. What I also like, usually when it happens to me, uh huh, I don't know that I'm burned until it's too late. Because I'm like, oh, that's a little tingly, but I'm fine. Yeah. And then I'll finish eating yep. and be like, oh, no. No, yeah, that that's what happened in, uh, this time. I was like, oh, this is hot, but it's fine. You want it to be hot, yeah, right? Yeah, duh. Uh, and then, like, I finished eating that bite, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> now, uh, now it's not going to taste as good because I did the burning. Yeah. Unlike the first bite. And, you know, you don't burn your mouth at the end of the meal. You always burn it at the beginning, and then it makes everything else a less pleasurable experience. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that sucks. I'm sorry you're hurting, my friend. It's okay. Uh, what uh, What are you, how, what What are you thinking so, about? So, this is a thought I, I have uh, periodically throughout my existence. Uh-huh. And I just want to... Let me let me start off by saying I this just might be complete ignorance and I hope that there's a logical explanation for something that just baffles me. Go on. Okay. So where braille signs are placed in public spaces. Okay. Let me let me let me let me, let me continue. Because I'm sure for legal reasons there need to be signs in braille. And yes, I want blind people to be able to read signs too. But my question is, how the hell do they know where those signs are in the first place? I see like, oh, yeah, that's a Braille sign. And I'm at first, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that it exists. But secondly, I'm like, no one's going to be able to find this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if like they should have scented pads attached to Braille signs to like, <laughs> you know, because if, yeah. because if you're blind, you're not going to know where to look for that sign in Braille. If right. you're just aimlessly wandering about. And this is where I got to cop some like, you know, I'm ignorant to this. So maybe maybe they're placed in a way that is easy to find for blind people. But I can't imagine that they're easy to find. Well, I mean, if I had to guess, I would guess that they're placed in like a standardized. But I don't know if that's true. But like the re- how it really hits me, Jim, Ooh. I'm like grabbing your shoulder because I'm I just can't get over this is like 
when I'm in a place that I've been a hundred times with my full vision with mm-hmm. sight. Mm-hmm. And then I just noticed the Braille sign like yesterday. I'm like, well, if it took me all this time with my sight to find this sign in Braille, well, yeah, how's but, a blind person going to find it? But I mean, you don't need it. So you aren't necessarily looking for it. But it's like shooting. And it's like sh- it's like sh- literally a shot in the dark. Yeah. You know, I, I want it to be easy for people to get around. And I think that maybe like, I don't know, like maybe a little speaker on the sign that goes, hey, hey, over here. Hey, I'm a sign. Yeah. I, I don't think a sign, which is in and of itself a visual thing, just stuck up on the wall mm-hmm. is enough. Mm-hmm. Just don't think it's enough. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Shall we list? Uh, sure. Here, have this thing. Your list, sir. Thank you. I don't even remember what I said. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, this is a podcast called Set Fire to My Brain. Yes. Watch it burn. So, Set Fire to My Brain. Uh, this is a show about people at the end of their day, and they are tired from work. Okay. okay. And they're just ready to set their brains aflame. Okay. So you ever you ever just come home after a long day and you, and you take your brain out of your head and you you put it in a jar and you're like I'm I'm done for today. Yeah. But that's not enough. Yeah. No, you 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 want to really unplug. So you grab some lighter fluid and you put it in a in a glass jar so that nothing else will catch a flame. Yeah. And you just torch that bad boy or girl. Yeah. Now, of course, you you first replicate your brain so that that way, no damage is done to your original. Yeah. Brain. Yeah. You save it on like a hard drive or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. 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 You and put it in your little your little cloning chamber. Yeah. Thing. And like also, yeah. it'll it'll just grow back the next day, so it's not like right any yeah. huge loss. But but you take every precaution. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta. I mean. Yeah, I get that. There are there are days when I, you know, I wake up and I'm like, I'm already like, oh man, my brain. Oh, I'm gonna need to set fire to it tonight. Yeah, you just gotta cleanse sometimes. Yeah, like you some just people gotta... do juice cleanses. Yeah, other people, people set their brains on some fire. Some people set their brains alight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So now, how does this become a podcast? Uh Hmm. Well, we could, uh, I'm, I'm always like, I always love the idea of taking callers and, or we could just, we could show up and like, do like a, like, like a sports commentary. Okay. Uh, so we are going to show up at people's houses. Now, yep. have these people volunteered to set their brain aflame? Uh, I think it would be less fun if they volunteered. So I'm going to say, no, we just show up. And we say today you're gonna set your brain on fire. Yeah, some. I mean, we we can work the 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 verbiage, but yeah, something to that effect. Do like their friends nominate them? Yeah, probably like a hidden camera thing. So like we are we are setting fire to the most deserving brains. Yes, they're. It's almost like their friends have had an. It's it's like it's like you know like those those shows where it's they volunteer their friends to get a new wardrobe, and it's like they get you know right styled. This so is people this is being like, like a, my homie works far too hard. Right, and they need to set their brains on fire because they don't 
take a vacation. They don't right. They don't leave their work at work. So when we set their brains on fire, we are releasing them from from the rut of their life, from the hamster wheel that they're on. This also happens in the Bahamas, so like they get a vacation at the same time. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So now what I'm hearing and thinking of is basically this is an extreme makeover home edition brain edition. Yes. That's correct. Okay. So what we're going to do Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to get submissions from people and they're going to be like I need you to set fire to the brain of my friend Enrique. Mm-hmm. And Enrique uh, he's been working so hard at work and taking care of his four kids and loving his wife so much that uh, but he doesn't know how to make time for himself. Yes. Okay. So we're going to show up. We're going to show up. Ty Pennington's going to be there, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, and and we're going to be there and we're going to be on a bus and we're going to get out of the bus. Right. Mm-hmm. And Ty Pennington is going to have his bullhorn. and He's going to be like. Good morning, Enrique. And they're going to come out of the house, and we're going to be like, congratulations, we're going to set fire to your brain. And then... We have to immediately tie him down, because he's going to want to escape. Okay. But his family's in on it, so the family's like, like they help tie tie him down. Okay. Ty, Ty, Ty Pennington ties him down. Okay. And then we, so then we take him to the Bahamas, right? Yes. And we remove his brain, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we set fire to it. Yeah. Uh, but before we did that, we made a new brain mm-hmm. in which we make one where, you know, he's still a great guy that works hard and takes care of his family and loves his wife. But he also knows how to take care of himself. We just add a little chill. A just little add, chill. Just add a little chill. Okay. Yeah. And and that's what charring the brain does, basically. Yes. A it makes way brain. for a new brain. Okay. Okay. I sense a little a little hesitation, Jim. Do you well, see any you problems talk, with this? Uh, well, when you talk about tying people down, I get a little uncomfortable. All right. So maybe like, oh, I can just teleport them. I can just teleport them to the, to the Bahamas. Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, but leave his brain here. Yes. So his body goes to the and the brain just Bahamas, like, but the brain just like just stays exactly where it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and just goes. Blah. Yeah. And then we take that, we char it up, we fry it up, we put it in a frying pan. Oh, you're thinking like flambéing the brain. Yeah, or maybe we oh. put it in an oven. So now it's like I don't know. Now we have like Food Network in on it too. So this is this is a this is basically an extreme makeover home edition person edition featuring Top Chef. Yes. Okay. I think that could be the one. The podcast. Yeah, but maybe we also like think of some other ideas too let's just see what else we have today yeah i'll I'll, I'll humor you for a few backups but i think that's it but but yeah let's let's see what else we got okay uh this is a podcast called bubble rum uh and bubble rum is a it's this is a story this is a story podcast uh about um two families Mm -hmm. that hate each other but they are forced to work together to when both families businesses go bankrupt now one family owns a bubblegum factory and the other family owns 
a rum distillery. And so together they say, well, our two products separately aren't working. So why don't we try making bubble rum? And they do that. Now, Joseph, before we spoke off, uh, before you told me all about uh, what your vision for the actual product bubble rum is and how we can incorporate that into the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so why don't you tell me a little bit about what, what, what bubble rum is? All right. So bubble rum, uh, you know, it, it appears to be like, like a stick of, of gum. Right. But it gets you fucked up. Okay. It's like, imagine that girl from the Willy Wonka movie getting back to Gene Wilder. Right. Chewing gum, but every time she chews it, it's like taking a shot of rum. Oh, my. Yeah. That's intense. It's very highly concentrated with alcohol. Okay. Now, how do we make that an enjoyable taste experience? Um. So, you, you can add... Hmm. So... And I think this is the story of the podcast about how they try and make this an enjoyable taste experience. And every week they try something new. Try adding new flavors to this gum. These two families. Mm -hmm. The bubble family and the rum family. It's very on the nose. (laughs) Very, very on, on brand for both of them. The funny thing is, though, actually, the bubble family... Is the is family the, making is the, the, the rum? rum oh, and the rum good. family is the one that They're makes the bubble gum. gum. Yeah, and it's like, and and it's and it's been very confusing the whole time because actually, uh, the bubble gum was called rum bubble gum uh-huh. or rums bubble gum. And now they're making bubble rum, and everyone just thinks it's the same thing. Same product. So they need to, like, get the word out, and that's part of the reason about why they've made the podcast. And I think what happens over time is that the more these two families who are at odds with themselves discover how much they have in common, their product just inherently gets better over time. And they all become, like, one big happy family. Yeah. Big hug. Big hugs. And then we have, like, a sitcom style like an 80s sitcom style like opener where it's like (laughs) they were two families and they didn't like each other but when the economy tanked they had to lean on each other bubble rum bubble rum it's really good bubble rum it'll mess your stuff up bubble rum Eat it or drink it. I don't know. What? Chew it. Chew it. That's what you need to do with it. Bubble rum is better chewed with friends. That's good. <laughs> Bubble rum. Bubble rum. Got to catch them all. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. One hundred and fifty flavors of that bubble could work. rum. Yeah. 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 And like I said, we're gonna have some product integration with this, so we also need to come up with a way to create. We bubble need to make rum. Our actual bubble rum, yeah. Now that's going to be tough because um, I don't think that's actually possible, <laughs> <laughs> to be frank. Well, it's just like it's. Uh... Oh, I think it is. I don't know that anyone's ever made alcoholic gum for for you know legal reasons, but I'm not worried about the law. Now, do you worry about the fact that this will be an appealing product to children? Ah, uh, no. I'm have kind of a it. have kind of a Joe Camel vibe to it. Kind of a uh, Spuds Spud, Spuds McKenzie is that that dog from the eighties? No idea what you're talking. That about. May, that convinced kids to drink Bud Light. Oh no! I don't want to. Don't want to do that. Hey kids, 
Uh, I just want to tell you that uh, bubble rum is not for you. And I know that that makes it all the more appealing. It makes you want to chew slash drink it even more. Uh, but don't. It's bad PR for us. There. Now we're covered in any <laughs> there any go. legal incident. That, wow. See? Yeah. That easy. That, wow. Yeah. That's all it takes. Bubble rum. Bubble rum. I don't know. I think we need to get this to our R&D department uh, ASAP. Oh, totes. Should we call them up now? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's give them a call. You need the nerds to do the nerd shit. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Maybe, maybe we should start. Maybe we should just start, like you know, like putting out some like job postings, like you know, like on ZipRecruiter. I hear about them on like every podcast I listen to. So maybe we should like take yes. advantage of that. And yes. Just put out just you know like 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 a nerd job posting, like nerd needed, <laughs> just needed nerd, nerd needed, needed, needed for nerd job stuff. job needed nerd nerd. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll. uh I'll get on that after we're done here. <laughs> awesome. Now I'll I'll just make sure Philbert never sees it. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right, let's come up with another podcast because we need to wait to hear from Philbert to really move ahead with Bubble Rum. Yeah. So uh, this is a podcast called Netflix and Mill. 
Netflix and Mill. Okay. So uh, this is a podcast about uh, mill workers. Okay. And uh, mill is something I, I definitely know its function. Uh, it involves grain mm-hmm. and uh, bread. I believe okay. it's where, where bread is born. A mill sort of. is, is a place where, you know, like uh, where, where the bread stork drops off new baby bread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? Workers, yeah. Yeah. Bring bread into the world. Yes. They they literally birth the bread. They birth the bread. They birth the bread in the mill. And sometimes they watch Netflix uh, because that's a very demanding job. It's life or death. You don't want to lose any bread in delivery. So. Uh, so sometimes you just got to relax. Sometimes you just got to kick back. Kick back with the Netflix. With the flicks. With the flicks. Now, do you think that these uh, mill workers uh, watch any food-based shows, or that's too close to their, too close to home? Well, I will say that the most relaxing thing I've ever watched on Netflix is actually no, that's not true. The most relaxing thing I've ever watched on Netflix is how it's made. The second most relaxing thing I've ever watched on Netflix is the Great British Baking Show. Okay. In which they do make a great deal of bread, but it's quite, it's quite soothing. They're very British, mm. all the people on it, because yeah. it's a British, British show. Oh, That's oh, is that what it means by Great by British, great bake British Bake Off? Okay. Yes. All right. So I would think that, um, you know, the bread birthers would. <laughs> and it's a very serious subject matter, Jim. Collect your thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I, I just don't want to miss, misspeak on the importance of bread birthers. Uh, I would think that the bread birthers that work in the mill, uh, I would. Th- <laughs> um, I would think. The- <laughs> bread birthers, do not take our laughter as us putting down no, I, your contribution to birthers, our society. Uh, I think that the bread birthers are so important, but that doesn't change the fact that alliteration is funny. Yes. Thank um, you, bread birthers, for all that you do from the bottom bir- of our the hearts. Bread birthers, <laughs> the bread birthers are simply the best. Uh, the be- They're the best bread birthers. <laughs> you, can, you can bet on that. I will. I'll bet on the best bread birthers. They're the best bread birthers in Bangladesh. In Bangladesh. I was just trying to think of a place that started with B. <laughs> Is there a closer one? In uh, Britain. In Britain. Britain. Jesus. The best the best bread birthers in Britain are on Netflix. Are on Netflix. Are on the Great British Baking Show. Right. And and the great and the the great the best bread birthers in Bangladesh and also in American places, uh, you know, will watch the best bread birthers in Britain uh, to relax. Yeah. And that's what Netflix and Mill is about. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a podcast. About the best bread birthers in Bangladesh and also maybe America uh, watching Netflix, watching the best bread birthers in Britain. So meta. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And now, do we just listen to the audio of the Great British Baking Show? Uh, and Yeah, and I think it's also like the, the bread birthers like giving their commentary of like maybe inaccuracies on the show or like how they dramatize it versus like to what it's really like to be a bread birther. Oh, yeah, and be like, be like, oh, that person just made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, they just proofed that for way too long. Mm-hmm. That's a bad bake, Mary. Uh, 
God damn it, Mary. And and I'm sure like that the bread birthers really Paul Hollywood is the bread birther. Mary Mary Berry is more more about cakes. Okay, I'm gonna. Pre- uh, have you never watched the Great British Baking Show? It's quite good. Added to the list of things Highly I've recommended. never seen. I have a hard time with food shows, Jim, because I just want to eat the food all the time. That's fair, but this is also a competition show, and also it's the most soothing thing I've ever watched in my entire life. Okay. Other than how it's made. Well, I'll have to watch it uh, for Have for I ever told you the story reasons. about how friends and I, uh, in college, we uh, turned on, like, some crazy trippy music and put on how it's made and like the music like lined up with how it's made like perfectly. And it was like magical. Uh, no, but I love that story. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the whole story. That's great. Uh, yeah. So how it's made, I don't even like to listen to how, it, well, I mean, listening to the, the talking and how it's made is fine, but you can just like watch like just the repetition of like all the machines and how like fast they do the things. Mm hmm. I also want to throw out there the idea of this could be like the second idea for Netflix and Mill is that it's uh, people who are really absorbed in their phones and headphones walking about like a, a public area all watching Netflix at the same time. Right. And they're all milling about. Yeah. They're milling about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like bumping into each other and not saying anything because they're all still watching Netflix. So are we watching the people watch Netflix Correct. and then we're talking about that? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say about those people? Uh, I would I would I would turn it into a competition where you make wagers of who is going to bump into who. <laughs> Who's going to bump into who? And uh, and will anything? And will, will they, they, dro- say will they drop their phone? Will they drop their phone? Will, will they, they ha- say anything? Will there be like a classic meet cute? A classic what? Meet cute. What does that mean? How do you you? I live under a rock, Jim. Yeah, but that's like a a a, a writing term. Like two people, like it's especially prevalent in like rom coms, you know. Oh, like, I know exactly what you're talking. Like you about. like bump into someone oh, and you're moment, like, like and you're like and like you spill coffee all over yourself. Oh. And you're like, oh my god! And then and then you realize and then, you, that and the then like the yeah, and, and then like the the guy like is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Let me let me clean that up for you. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And you're and the and the girl's like, oh no no, it's fine. Oh no, it was my fault. No, it was my fault. And then she looks up and it's like the most handsome man she's ever met. And she's like, oh. And then that sparks the whole film. Yes, that's yeah. called a meet cute. Oh yeah, that would definitely happen on on this podcast. Right. Yeah, I mean that's what you hope for. You hope that two people just like randomly look at each other and then make a decision to spend the rest of their lives together, because that's how relationships work. No. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go with you on that oh, one. Come on. Oh. I'm not. I'm not here to to propagate those kind of myths i think people know that we're we're joking get that out of here do you think people who have been listening this far thought i was serious about that no but i'm still not gonna go with you boo boo netflix and mill great show uh well this is a podcast called tutti frutti (laughs) and uh this is this podcast is devoted to all the things that have tutti frutti flavors, like Jolly Ranchers and like Sherpers and Blow Pops, mm-hmm. and we eat those things, and they're good. And we try and understand what kind of what kind of fruity flavor 
is a tootie. It's a tootie. <laughs> so this is a quest to this find the tootie plant. Right. It's yeah. a quest to understand what is tootie. What is tootie? Uh, like, we understand what fruity is. But what is tootie? But what is tootie? Oh, man. It could just be, like, really flat fruit. Like, 2D. 2D fruity. Okay. Okay. So we we find, like, very flat apples. Flapples. Flat, flapples and flares. And, and flananas. And flawberries. And flottermelon. Yeah. And flangos. And I think we have to make these fruits uh, using, obviously... Rolling pins? Uh, I was going to go bigger and go a uh, steamroller, but Ooh. yes. <laughs> like, I don't think, I don't think a, uh, I don't think rolling pins would work on to make like a flottermelon. Unless we sliced the said watermelon. Yeah. And you can and, work it first. And rolled it like, you know, if yeah. you slice a watermelon and then flatten it to turn it into sanitation issues with the steamroller. Although I love the imagery. Oh, we would. We would create a very sterile environment. <laughs> like a giant white warehouse where everything yeah. is pristine. Oh, yeah. And just in the center, there's a steamroller oh, yeah. and a line of fruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have the budget for that. Yeah. Oh, we should we should probably tell Filbert to, like, clean the warehouse. Oh, yeah. Call him up. Yeah, okay. uh, uh, Phil? Filbert? R&D department. Yeah, okay. Filbert, it's, it's just you. I know it's you there. Uh, so, put put that stop on uh, on the bubble rum. Uh, we got the next big. Oh, jeez! I was just getting to the good part, the rum part. Phil, 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 stop it! Phil, you are not gonna get your way into the creative department of this podcast. Quit trying to crack jokes, Philbert. You know, comedy is a science. Okay, all right, Philbert. It's just, I'm gonna. You're so lucky this is a phone call. So, uh, yeah, uh, we need you to, uh, you know, you know the warehouse we have? Uh, first of all, paint it white so it looks sterile. Okay. The inside of it, entirely painted white. All right, that Next, tracks. Next, we need you to come by a uh, steamroller and okay. assorted fruits. You're going to line those fruits up, and you're going to flatten them with the steamroller. Oh, okay, so we kind of have a flottermelon situation here. Yeah. Yes, yes, a flottermelon. Flottermelon and My flapples. Turn. Yeah, okay, okay, Filbert, quit trying to weasel your way on Mike, Filbert. Okay. You're not getting onto this podcast. All right, all right, all right, I get it, I get it. You think you can handle that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Let me tell you something, let me ask you something. <sighs> I refuse to be interviewed, Filbert, but go on. Does my voice... <laughs> Does my... Does my voice sound different than it did before? Because... Filbert, your voice is a constant annoyance to me, if that answers your question. I've been, I've been working on something to try and get my voice to be a little bit less nasally in my free time, and I just wanted to know if it's been working. Stick to R&D, Filbert. Just stick to R&D, alright? Uh, uh, okay. Bye! Bye, Filbert. Okay, bye! Okay. I, I know you want to hear it, Filbert. I love you too, okay? <laughs> alright, now can we hang up? Yes. All right, Jesus. God, that guy's so needy. Yeah, what a guy. So needy. What a guy. 
If it wasn't for that that one meat cute, yeah, I, he never I, I stuck appreciate around. you. I appreciate you managing all the help. I don't. I'm. I. I just really didn't want to. I don't. I don't. I just really don't want to deal with those with I, that aspect of the production. It didn't so. start off that way with Filbert. You know, like I said, there was that one meat cute, and then things went fine, and he was like, "Oh, I can help you with all your podcast problems." Oh, I'm sorry, I spilled that coffee on you, and everything was great. But what they don't tell you about meat cutes is eventually, you know, that, that shit just wears off mm-hmm. and becomes like another. And then you just have an annoying guy running the R&D department. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. God. Life's we've hard. We've all been there. It's a really tough job. Yeah, life's hard. <laughs> then you die. So uh, we're going to find the, the, the 2D fruity. Mm-hmm. The 2D uh, fruity. By making flapples and floranges and. Mm-hmm. And flananas and flatermelon and, and flapes, flapes, yes, flapes. Um, so I think we've got some good uh, ideas going on. Uh, we we need to give them time to cook, see how they do. Yes, and we literally need to give them time to like soak. Yeah, as in into, like into bubble, bubble rum. rum. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think we just need to kind of let it rest there, and we'll uh, come back and uh, debrief. Uh, next week maybe yeah and there's no nothing no reason to you know stop trying to come up with other right ideas. exactly you can't hurt and who knows maybe we'll forget all about these ideas in a week and you know just come up with new ones yeah almost like every week will be its own standalone thing right exactly crazy crazy it's hard to keep up this continuity i know <laughs> Oh, well. Well, wow. Well, thanks for listening, Mom. Wow. Really, really yeah, appreciate thanks, it. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Uh, what? Filbert, what are you doing here? Uh, hello, I just wanted to come by and just, I right before you called, <sighs> I did finish the first very basic prototype for the bubble rum, uh-huh. and I just wanted to bring it by. Have you and been just... chewing the bubble rum, Filbert? <laughs> oh, my God. Filbert. <laughs> Filbert. Filbert. I thought I hit it so loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Well, at least we know it works. (laughs) Here, try it. Wait, where? Filbert, where is it? Uh, The only prototype was in my mouth. Uh, You're lucky uh, you said that after I chewed it, but it uh, (laughs) it lost none of his his problems. All right, well, this is gross. Ah, this is, <laughs> Philbert, you're my best friend. <laughs> you're my best Philbert, friend. Philbert, you're my best friend. I'm only mean to you because I know it produces such good results. And Philbert, you work so hard. Uh, thank you. You work so hard. Okay, I was just going to lie. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lie down. Philbert, right? have you ever thought about burning gonna... your brain? You ever thought about just like unplugging Filbert and burning your brain? I can help you with that. I really could use a good brain burning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really could use a good brain burning. Well, why? I I have, I got a dull butter knife, and a whole lot of matches, Filbert. Okay. So let's, well, let's hold on. I'm just gonna out. take a nap real quick, and then we can. Okay. <sighs> Remember. Uh, all right, tell your friends, kids. If you, if you like right. the podcast, subscribe. Yeah, download, okay. All right, all podcast, right. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Okay, yeah. Tell tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your mom. 
Uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Hit us up on social media. Hit us up on the emails. You know where we're at. Uh, we love you very much. And uh, clearly, Bubble Rum uh, <laughs> is a work in progress. So we'll. Uh, oh, I almost choked in my sleep. Oh, I wouldn't have let that happen. No. Uh-huh. That's why you said almost. Because it was, if it really happened, I would have saved you. Thanks, buddy. All right. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom.